When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. We have a last minute special guest. So excited. We were figuring out what we were going to record about today on our way to get our hair done. And we were like, actually, we've been telling Anthony that we need to get, oh, I guess that's the spoiler. Anthony's <laughs> on again. He's on his, spoiler alert. I spoiler. He's into it. But we had, I messaged Anthony like a um, few weeks ago and I was like, Hey, we need to schedule you. And he's like, anytime, let me know the dates. And then I never up back to him with dates. <laughs> so today together we were like, you know who we should hit up? Anthony. Yep. And he said he was free. So we have Anthony, you know, him on Instagram is comic Anthony D. He is, um, the host of his own podcast, uh, keep moving forward podcast, which Stephanie and I have both been on as well. Yes. And we're just excited for you to be back. Yes. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. I was very surprised this morning when I got the text, but very happy. (laughs) We were just happy. You were like, we were totally like, it's totally fine if you can't. Like, it's totally fine. And you're like, no, I'm game. We were like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I brought my laptop and microphone to my sister sister in law's house and my my, my brothers and uh, set up shop here. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, I no was. Problem. Um, I felt bad. I never got back to you. I, how long can I blame things on COVID for? I feel like you still have a little while. Okay. Well, I mean. Two years at least. I mean, that's what everybody else has been doing for the last two years. So you can keep <laughs> that's, with it. that's so true. <laughs> we always talk about, and I we've maybe mentioned this, like, I think we've even talked about this, but just like businesses that like use COVID as an excuse where COVID has nothing to do with that excuse. Nothing. Yeah. Like I do it all the time at work. <laughs> if, like I have like too many sick calls and like I have to cancel a job. I'm like COVID. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, well, we had, so we went to, um, Jeff and I had gone out to dinner with Taylor, Taylor made Tasty and her husband, like over a year ago, just about a year ago, probably. And we, um, we were at dinner and she didn't want, like, it came with like fries, let's say. And she was like, oh, can I get mac and cheese instead? If there's an upcharge, that's fine. I'll pay it. And they were like, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Let me check in the back. And she was like, okay, if not, just give me the fries. That's fine. And so like the food, they never like said anything. We're like, oh, it must have been fine. Food comes out. There's French fries on the plate. And she was like, oh, I guess you guys couldn't do the Mac. She's like, yeah, sorry. We stopped doing that because of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) What What do you mean? Macaroni and cheese has nothing to do with COVID. And you know, Mac and cheese is already made. Like, it's not like you make a batch of Mac and cheese, like 
for some like it's actually easier for you than french fries I mean I would think so but it's just like it's I get I hear those excuses sometimes and I'm like "Mm, I'm pretty sure this doesn't have anything to do with COVID you guys just don't want to do it got it (laughs) that's that's what you say you can't argue with it it's like COVID okay all right yeah (laughs) oh and like it's at work too it's you know months and months ago or like a year ago whatever they used to be really strict at work about if you had exposures, you could not come to work. You had to work from home. Well, then that went out the door and the rules changed. And it was only like certain times where you like couldn't come to work. So now we're kind of moving back to the, oh, if you've been exposed, you can't come to work. So I'm just going to start saying I'm exposed after every weekend. Like I've been exposed. <laughs> I, I, I mean, can't come the to likelihood work. is probably pretty high. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, every, just, it's around everybody. So just, but yeah, yeah exposed, no big deal. I was yeah, still sorry, can't make it. I get a email every, so I go into work like once a week, and I think every time I go in, I get an email within usually forty eight hours saying I was likely exposed to somebody at the office, and I'm like, they must just be having to send these out like every day. Yeah, I've got in the entire time of COVID we'd be we've been back since August of 2021 I've gotten one notice so oh really I can't imagine that's true but it's pretty much because I think they have to send it to everyone in the building because it usually says like they were because they don't know if you were in the cafeteria things like Uh, that but then it'll usually say you like they spent most of their time on this floor and you were likely not in close close proximity blah 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 but they just got that I will say when I had to call my work and tell them I had it and I had been or like with the day I got symptoms, I was like with people at a photo shoot. And I was like, you just feel like so bad. And like, I don't know. I just like hated that they had to like tell all my coworkers that I had it. And I was just like, this is so stupid. I hate feeling like this. <laughs> I feel like a leper. Jeff made me feel like a leper too. He was always just like, get away from me. I was like, come on. <laughs> And the Jeff, first go around, we didn't have, it was, it wasn't bad in my company. Like we, we were open the whole time because we're, we're, uh, considered an essential business. So the first go around, one person got it in the office, but this last one, everybody had it in January. Went through the oh whole my thing. gosh. Yeah. yeah. It was bad back in January. Oh yeah. yeah. I was, I was so sick. It was Ugh, the worst, it's... but we're glad to have you back, Anthony. I feel like it's been like almost a year, probably. I don't even know the last time we had you on, but it's been, a it minute. was, I think it was about a year. I think I got the Facebook notification. Uh, right. Oh, no way. Or did it was some, was it yours? I think it was either one of yours. Or, I don't know. I, something came up where we did a podcast. It was a mighty yours. Nice. I know Stephanie yeah. was on yours within the last couple of weeks because I did see that in my memories. Oh, yeah. okay. Like a year ago, a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. No, it's crazy how fast time flies. Like it doesn't feel like it's been that long since you've been on, but it's like, oh my God, it's time for some updates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Cause like that Facebook, like that memory thing, it messes with you so bad. Cause I opened it up today and I was, I was at a comedy club last year at this time of the weekend. I spent the weekend up in upstate and I talked about that now, like it happened last week and I'm like, oh my God, that was a year ago. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Or yeah. I've learned everything I say. I was like, oh yeah, within the last couple of years, like, or it was like, oh, last year I did this and this. And I was like, wait, no, I didn't. And I was like, this was before COVID. Like I can't, COVID already been around for over two years. Like, so everything <laughs> I did prior to that, I was like, oh no, that was actually like three years ago. Never mind. <laughs> crazy. It was like, how can a miserable, crazy ass two years, like literally go so fast. There's like B- life BC and life AC, like before 100%. COVID, after COVID. Yep. All the in between. I don't know what happened. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know. What should we get into first? I thought we get into dating first. Okay, you're just going right to it. So I <laughs> so I heard a rumor on your podcast that <laughs> that you shared some kind of rumor that you deleted your dating apps. Every single one of them. Not just like deleted the app. I canceled my accounts, all of them. Oh my gosh. So, so tell us, tell us the story. Like what led up to you being like, I'm over it, delete. It was really just like an overall thing. Like, you know, um, I never had luck on the, I've had like one girlfriend from dating apps and that wasn't great. I mean, it was, you know, it was okay. And I would meet, I was meeting like people like that really, I was just, you know, met, matching with them, having these conversations that went nowhere. And after like the last one, I was like, I- I'm so done with this. I am never going to meet somebody off of this. I, I hate the back and forth. You text them and you're waiting and it's like, you know what? I, I want to meet somebody like old fashioned, old school, you know, hold a boom box out somebody's window. That's what I, <laughs> that's, that's what I want to do. And, and, and listen, these, they work because, you know, I know a lot of people who have met people like you guys, you guys met your significant others on dating apps. And like, I think, I think Jeff and Laura should be like the poster children. Yeah. Like Tinder. <laughs> Tinder of all places. It can like, happen. Yeah. I'm sorry, like, <laughs> And I'm like, I don't have any luck with these things. So it was more stressful than anything. And I'm like, you know what? Done. And when something's going to happen, it's going to happen. I don't even care anymore. I don't even want to, I'm not even looking to meet anybody. I'm just so over all of it. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like anytime I've met someone that's like when it, I mean, obviously I can't say, cause I still met Jeff on an app. So obviously <laughs> I was trying, but it was like, I yeah. wasn't like making it a part-time job as much. Like when I wasn't like focusing on like dedicating time every night to swiping and talking. And when I would just like, Oh, I match with somebody cool. Casually have a combo of something where like, I was just like not making it like, cause there were times where I felt like I was literally putting in the effort of a part-time job. Like where I was so wanting to meet someone so bad that I was like doing it for like hours every night and talking to so many people. And I was just like, and you get over it. It gets, you get burnt out. It gets discouraging. It's just, And like, as soon as I would just like, kind of start just focusing on myself and like not putting as much like effort into it, I felt like that's when like things would happen. Yeah. Like I get more annoyed at like when I match with somebody, especially on Bumble where the the girls got to write first and they don't write anything. I'm like, well, why did you match? Like, what's what's the point? What's the point of that? It's almost like, I feel like there's sometimes where you're just like, are they going to match with me too? Like sometimes you're just like, yeah, but I mean, I never liked Bumble. Like I never liked Bumble because I just didn't like that they're deciding who reaches out first. Like, why do you have to decide that? Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, I just want it to be like on other apps. I was always like, if they reach out first, ideal. If they don't. And I like, I'm interested enough. Like, I don't want, I don't have a problem reaching out, but limiting it to only one person can like initiate conversation is so strange. I was always big on the, just like, my thought is like, whoever is the connecting swiper, just send a message. Like okay. if I swipe on you and then you swipe on me back, but you're not going to like, you get like connect and you just exit, move on and keep swiping. Like, no, you match with the person. So like, if you are interested, you send, you should send them a message immediately. Like, I, I never don't know see, what to send. Like I would just, <laughs> you what? I never know what to send. Like, what do I send? Come on, there's so many good openings out there. Hello? I'm so I'm so bad. I'm so bad at it. Like I can have a conversation with somebody if there's no like romance or anything involved. Yes. I'm like Michael Scott in that episode with Date Mike. That is me. <laughs> as soon as there's a thing going on, I freeze, I get awkward. I, I don't I can't do it. That's so 
you really you don't have like your standard like no. that you so you never had like one specific line that you would like no. the, the last girl i matched with that we actually had a conversation and i don't blame her for unmatching like she was like a neurologist and i was like <laughs> oh like dr mcdreamy on Grey's anatomy and that was it like that's what, that's what comes up is like my tv show is like <laughs> oh my god so clearly she has no sense of humor she's no fun you she's yeah. not, a bullet. not a great fan <laughs> yeah <Got it. laughs> well she's a neurologist i mean she's you know i guess she's spent her whole life in school that you know yeah. that's like and i'm like oh like doc and i guess oh he watches Grey's anatomy so that's gone like that's yeah. what it is <laughs> But then I also think they Google me or they, they'll go to my Instagram page and it's a mishmash of a man child. I mean, I'll blame them. I mean, it's just like, it's not a mishmash of a man child. Would you yeah. openly on the apps like share your Instagram and stuff yes. like that? Yeah, I share everything. And I let everything, you know, in my, in my opening line probably wasn't the greatest. It was um, my, if you, my bio was I'm Brandon looking for Kelly or Luke looking for Lorelai. That's really what it, I mean, if you have a sense of humor or you, you watch 90 shows, you get it. But um, I never got like the whole thing. Hey, I like doing this. I like hiking and adventures and like Sunday mornings with coffee by outside <laughs> by the lake. Like I, I'm not going to lie to anybody. Yeah. I liked the apps that asked you, like, I think it was hinge that asks like specific prompts. And I, the reason for those prompts is like, it, they help you start that yeah. conversation. So if somebody's like, has a, what's your favorite Christmas movie prompt and their favorite Christmas movie, like you can't even understand why they, it's like, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie or whatever. Oh, and it's like, a Christmas that, movie. But, like, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but those kind of things can start a conversation where like, yes. some, like with Tinder, it was, I mean, you could type more if you wanted to, but it's otherwise most people just had like, I'm this age. I live here. And yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's hard. I mean, there's Tinder was the Reddit. worst for me. There's gotta be Reddit pages that have like prompts, prompts and ideas for like opening. Cause I know they talk, cause I listen to a podcast called swipe fat. And um, I know they've talked about numerous times, like some of their like ideas for um opening lines that they're like into at the time and stuff so I never had a problem because my thing is is if like a guy's not interested I would much rather him just like not respond like right away and I can immediately like be over it I never cared about like being the first one to message or anything like that but I don't think I had any I don't even remember if I had a specific opening line I wouldn't just say like hey yeah because everybody's gonna be like yeah I don't know what to say back to that like hi and then what you know who's gonna were you just saying hey were you just saying hey Anthony I would be like uh, okay hello how are you how's your day going like just like I would try to like have a conversation like just like like, an intro but then I don't know I don't know how it's a small talk women I'm not good at I am so I'm so bad I'm better face to face like if I go on like a first date then I'm better but like when I'm typing I'm just oh yeah I'm much I'm much better typing than on the first date. <laughs> I mean, it depends. Like if the person makes me feel comfortable, then I have no problem. But like yeah. if they're ner- super nervous too and like not like really comfortable, then I feed off that energy and I'm like, I'm not a comfortable either. <laughs> exactly. So we've erased the dating apps and we're moving into trying to meet someone the old fashioned way. So, yeah. okay. I can't even, so I put all my eggs when I was dating into the, let's meet somebody online basket. Cause I was like, I don't know how I'm going to meet somebody any other way. I'm not meeting anybody at work. Um, I, I don't know where I go or what I do or I would yeah. meet somebody. So what is your plan? Tell us, tell us 
how you're going to approach this. Like, obviously I, you're not going to go out looking for it. Like you're not going to go to the farmer's market on Saturdays <laughs> with like a basket and like. <laughs> I'm going to stop buying things. I think women like and like in the supermarkets and like, Oh, what is that? Oh, I'm making this. No, <laughs> I honestly, I have no plan. I mean, cause I don't go places that women hang out. Right. Um, I'm at my brother's house right now. There's no women here. There's no women coming here. Um, no, I women hang out hanging this. out at the cigar lounge. You know what? But if they do, they come in with their boyfriend or their sure. husband. Um, very rarely, you know, a woman comes, girl comes in. But I mean, no, I don't really, I don't go out. I don't like bars. I don't like, you know, I'm just really basing it on like, you know, I walk into a place some day or something happens where just you meet somebody or someone knows somebody that, you know, they may want to set me up with. That's really what I'm going off of right now. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to try because I, I've been trying for, uh, I've been when you start dating, I'm 13. I've been trying some 13 and I'm maybe <laughs> 43 in two months. And, you know, I had been engaged twice that, you know, so I almost got across the goal line, but yeah, I really haven't had like a serious relationship in a few years. And, um, yeah, I'm just going to wait it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so crazy to think like up until what, like maybe 10 years ago or something like that mm-hmm. is how people had to meet. Like, yeah. and not everybody's always gone out, you know, like people have met in, it's so hard to comprehend when like everybody meets on dating apps these days. Like you can't even comprehend how you would meet somebody if it weren't on a dating app. Yeah. But like, it's happened for more years than dating apps have happened. Well, I feel like people are just so less like available in public now. Like people have their faces in their phones, earbud, like they have earbuds that like people are just kind of like in their own world. Like people don't like talk and stuff anymore, but I think it is so nice when people do. It is really nice when people like have like normal conversation with strangers and stuff like that. So I mean, you just need to find somewhere to go hang out. Well, that's true. My, my brother met his wife. Didn't meet him on a dating app. They met like through a friend, mutual friend. Um, yeah. This is back in like 2005. So like online dating. It wasn't like an app. You had to actually go into OkCupid or Plenty of Fish. That was Plenty of Fish was the popular one back then. Yeah. Um, but I'm jealous of people that never had to use dating apps. It's like a whole, whole new world. But like, I find even older people are using them. Like I, I did a show not too long ago and I talk about dating and online dating and I said to an older couple, because I assumed that they were like, you know, in their 60s that they never had to do this. And like, oh, no, this is like our third date we met on Hinge. I was like, oh, I was like, whoa. On Hinge, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you you fell for the whole creepy voice thing like that that did it for you? Like, <laughs> wait, the worst thing they could have put on an app. Yes. Guys, sound hor- guys must sound horrible. Like a girl, I get it. Like they wait. Hold on, pause. What is the, I don't know what the, uh, Hinge wasn't around last time I dated. Okay, so, what is this so Hinge now has an option where you can record a voice thing. Like you can answer a question and talk. So like, okay. I don't know how, every guy's one I've heard sounds like, you know, my, my girls and friends will play it for me. It sounds creepy. No matter <laughs> what it is. It could be just like. <laughs> well, even me, like I can't imagine sitting there and like recording and I would just be like, I sound so dumb. I sound yeah. so stupid. I delete like does everyone have one or is it's it optional. like no, I know, but like does it seem like most people have it? It was like 50-50, like when okay. I the ones I saw, but I didn't use Hinge that much. Um I met one person off of Hinge. We went on a a date. I thought it went well, but she didn't, I guess, think so because we never went out again. Um <laughs> but I think that day was was kind of like uh bad omen from the start uh, i had, was going to my nephew's baseball game before 
And when I was walking around the backstop, I tripped and fell and I fell through a table. Oh God. <laughs> so like I, and the first thing my brother comes running over, I'm like, are my pants ripped? Am I ripped? Like, cause I had to go out. And I, had to, I was meeting her right after he goes, bring me your pants. He goes, can you get up? Can you walk? Is anything broken? I'm like, no, my pants, seriously. My ripped, my, my back is shirt ripped. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. You're like, that should have been a sign. That was a sign. And it was funny because my, my, my brother knew her. He went to high school with her. Oh. And when I asked my brother about her, he was like, eh, you know, he's like, I said, I, I said she messaged me because of WW or some stupid, I made, I made something up. And then when he started like talking about, it, I was like, oh, great. I'm not going to tell him why I asked him now. It was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> not, a, not a good sign from the start. <laughs> Did you have any other like good or bad like dates or anything that you thought were great uh, or right away you were like, nope. <laughs> Maybe I'm like oblivious, but I thought like I didn't go on a lot of them, but I always thought they were good. Like I always thought like we had good conversations and, yeah, um, you know, and I just never, never really went anywhere. Maybe one or two. Um, the, I met, like I said, I had one girlfriend from it and I thought the, that first date actually I didn't think went great. Yeah. Um, ended better, um, but it was, uh, <laughs> you know, but, it, you know, then we started like seeing each other and um that was really it and everything else was just kind of like one and done and yeah uh, like years of that I was just like this is this is the pits and I'm not doing it anymore yeah it's it's hard I feel like it sounds like none of us have had like re- well besides that one guy that was a super jerk to you um go back and listen if you don't remember what we're talking about but like I haven't had any really bad experiences and it doesn't sound like you do either but I've gone out with like four guys Stop it. And you had a matchmaker. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I was recently talking to one of my friends and I had seen her a few months ago. And when I ran into her, she was like, I was like, what's new? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I'm dating this guy. And she was telling me about him. And I, I ran into her at Disneyland is where I ran into her. And so okay. she's like, he bought my Disneyland pass. And I'm like, oh my God. She's like, yeah, we go together all the time. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that sounds amazing. And she just seemed like so happy and things were going so well. I think they'd been dating like two or three months at the time. And, um, and then I talked to her recently and I'm like, what's going on? Like, what's new? She's like, okay, remember that guy I was dating that I told you about him at Disneyland, blah, blah, blah. And Wait, she, I'm assuming she, did she meet him online? Yes. Dating app. Okay. So this is a dating app guy. I believe it was Hinge. Um, so she starts telling me the story. I'm probably going to butcher part of the story. So I'm just going to tell it in the shortest way possible. But basically, um, they, he bought her a Disneyland pass and the way that the Disneyland pass works now is there's an app and you can like sync your pass with other people. Like if Laura had a pass and we went together, like we could sync our, our passes so that when I go make a reservation for Disneyland, I can also make a reservation for Laura because we're going to go together. So I'm like synced with both of my roommates, with my, one of my friends. Like I have like four or five people that I'm like synced with in, in my Disneyland app. So I always see, even if I'm not going with them, I see like when they're going. Well, I can't remember what made her look, but she went into the Disneyland pass and realized. Well, I think somebody had told her like, well, because he kind of just like started ghosting her. Oh, that's her. right. Yes. So he, so her mom got sick. Mom was in the hospital. He kind of started, like she was a little MIA too, because she was busy with that, but he kind of started ghosting her a little bit and like, wasn't really supportive for her mom being in the hospital for like a very serious reason. So she started like venting to her friend. She's like, he's not really being supportive. She's like, he's been so great up until this point. Like, I don't understand, like right when I need him the most now he's not here, whatever. 
So they were like, I think because he was ghosting her, they were like, well, check your Disneyland pass. They were like, you can, you can pay monthly for your Disneyland pass and see if he like canceled your pass or whatever. And she's like, that'll tell you. So she's going into the app thinking that he canceled her pass. She's like, he probably canceled. It's worse. (laughs) She opens the app and sees that he's scheduled three Disneyland um, reservations with her Uh. and another girl. So he's oh so God. done with their reservations. Like he's made reservations with two girls on the same date for three different dates. And he's just going to like pick and choose who he takes. Well, I think it's that, or he accidentally added her to the reservation. Or I, I was like, I oh think accidentally. God. Yeah. That's like, are you freaking kidding me? So she does a little bit of stalking and ends up. Um, Cause she knows the girl's name. She knows the girl's name. Cause the name's in the Disneyland app and finds her on Instagram and her p- profile is public. And she's able to like see like pictures of them together, like couple pictures, like uh. dating back to at least a year ago. So he's been in a relationship with this girl for like a year while also dating my friend for two to three months. And so she's like, I sat on that information for a couple of days. She's like, I did not want to react at, like in the moment. I wanted to like think about how I was going to react before I reacted. So she screenshotted the Disneyland app that showed it and ended up sending it to the girl and was just like, Hey, just a heads up. Um, like I've been dating his, whatever his name is for two to three months or whatever. And she's like, it sounds like you are too. Like just wanted to send you this looks like we both got booked for a date with him on the same day kind of thing. And she never, um, responded to her or blocked her or anything, but he called her right away. Like right after that. And was like kind of trying to explain himself however he could or whatever. But um, she was like showing me. How do you explain yourself? Yeah. You can't explain. I mean, I guess he could try to say like we weren't together or something. But then he's risking her going back to the girl. Whether or not she would do that. That's 100% why he called instead of texted. So she she didn't have anything else that she could screenshot and send to that girl. But I'm just like, that is traumatizing. Like she's actually traumatizing, traumatized right now. Like she's like, I'm so scared to get back into dating because she's like you don't think I'm not saying she's dumb but you feel that way when something like that happens like you feel like you're dumb right and she's like anybody she's like how did I not know I don't understand like what I missed that like I didn't know he has another girlfriend like because if you go into everything thinking like what do I you know you're playing investigator nothing's gonna happen I mean it's it's that's not no. a good way to go into it so no. you go into thinking I met this guy we're doing this and this and you don't think about that but there's too much technology now you can't be messing around like this you gotta be yep. off the ground well and then even so she looked at the girl's Instagram like at a later date and they're still together she was posting about how in love she is and all this stuff and it's like all right. Well, mm-hmm. clearly didn't phase her too much. So. Yeah. No, it's probably good. It's going to happen again. I mean, that's the kind of guy, that's just the guy he is. He's going to be a player and he's going to do this. But if you're doing that, be smart. Like, don't link your girlfriends. Yeah. Well, and that's what she, she's like, I already told the girl, if the girl is dumb enough to stay in a relationship with somebody like that, then like, I'm not out to like ruin lives. Like I've told yeah. her, like she knows, you know, but she's like, I do know that he's going to do it again. And she goes, I'm sure there will be a day that girl never blocked her or anything. So she's like, I am sure there will be a day that he gets caught again. And that girl reaches back out to me for more information. And she's like, I would love to sit down and have wine with that girl. Cause it's not like my friend was like 
a home wrecker. Like neither yeah. one of the girls knew, you know, like they were both in the same situation of being lied to. Like nobody knew he was like dating somebody else, you know, so it was freaking crazy. It's like those kind of things that people deal with when dating and that can happen on or off of an app too, you know? And I'm sure yeah. when she confronted him, he was probably gaslighting her and like, convincing her she's like oh that girl's crazy and she like I'm sure oh, the he had be- some BS the best part excuses. is she's like oh yeah so like um I, so her mom was in the hospital because she had a heart attack so it was like a very like serious thing and then I guess like a week later so her mom's she's dealt with the mom in the hospital she's caught him in this she's already talked to him and then all of a sudden he posts a story on his Instagram um of him in the hospital because he like and it was like him in the hospital with his leg up and then like an x-ray or whatever. So she ended up taking a screenshot of him in the hospital. And then she made like one of those like side-by-side pictures of him in the hospital and then him now and zoomed in. And she's like, I'm sorry, that's an old picture. That is not his hairline. Like <laughs> his hairline is receded. That is an old picture. <laughs> I was like, yes. oh my God. But I'm just, oh my gosh. Like just thinking that that happens because you hear about that in movies or like podcasts you listen to. Yeah. And just yeah. like, you don't really think like there's people that think they can get away with that. And Oh yes, there is. Oh yeah. I mean, but you, in the long run, you don't though, is always, you always get found out because something's always going to come back around and yep. um, someone's going to find out and they tell the other person or someone sees you, you know, it's just, it's too much sneaking around. It's too, I could, I could never do it. I could barely handle one at a time let alone like juggle two god i couldn't even imagine i know yeah and how do you remember the lies you've told which one yeah. that's what i'm saying yeah it's it's a whole juggling act that i i am not i can't do oh my gosh and you just have like you have to have some type you just have like some type of screw loose like how you just have no guilt of feeling yeah that you're doing this to other people it's just like i just don't understand it it's awful um are you a dog person? It's <laughs> a weird. There's a reason. A hard, we made a, a sharp left. Um, this has to be uh, a yeah. conversation. I do like dogs. Um, I don't have one, but I like them. Because I, I, I had feel dogs like, as a kid. Co- like coming from a girl, if I was anywhere in public and there was a guy with a dog, I would immediately walk up to them. Oh, it's, it's especially a puppy. True. Yeah. So I, I, the apartment I moved into, so the kid that lives downstairs, he has a dog. Maybe you can borrow it. No, I hate this dog. It's horrible. <laughs> um, it's like a pit mix and he hates me. He goes, so he wants to kill me all the oh, time. Well, that's not good. So when I, when I walk in, like he's barking through the side, the door to go to the other guy's apartment and I curse at it. I go, fuck you, Bruno. Fuck, I hate you. <laughs> I hope you choke. I hope you choke. Like I say, it's because he, the dog is like chases me. Oh no, poor, poor Bruno. He's an animal. He's, he's <laughs> it's like Cujo. What do you mean, poor Bruno? <laughs> I open my door and all of a sudden the dog jumps onto the screen, the, the door. I'm like, oh, I just shut the door again. He's got to bring him in. So no, it's, um, <laughs> I'm not be barring this dog. I, I had, the dog I had was great. All right. I, I have, have a new- We had a pug. We had. Oh, I love pugs. Yeah, that was the dog we had. I was probably like in my twenties. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> You're like, hello. Yeah, that oh, one yes. was like the best. The best dog we had was that that one. And after that, it's all downhill. Um, okay, I have a new a new dating idea. Okay. So you still have to use an app technically, but it will help you meet someone in the wild. If it's dog, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Rover. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is that what you're getting? Yeah. Join Rover or Wag. No. You get these people. No, but it's like it's like a twofer because then you walk dogs for people. Now oh, you have I don't. Cute... <laughs> now, okay, Anthony, shut up. Everybody else, listen to this. <laughs> you're gonna go walk people's cute dogs. Only take jobs from the people if their dog is cute. And now you can go walk these dogs in public. You're getting your exercise and you're getting to meet people in the wild because people are like, oh, it is your dog. And then can you imagine the dog owner? They're calling you. They're like, where are you? You're like, I'm sorry. I met someone. (laughs) I'm at a brewery with your dog. Yeah. No. um, Negative on both of those for me. No, that was a great (laughs) idea, Anthony. For people who actually want to walk. I don't want to. Listen, it's like kind of like kids. People always like, oh. You, you love your nieces and nephews so much. I'm like, yeah, I like my brother's kids. Yeah. It's not so much. Like, I don't want to like hang around with your kids. I like my brother's We're kids. 110%. Yeah. You're like, That's they are my blood. They are my nieces and nephews. They are yeah. fine. Nobody else is. If I have I, no connection to your kid, I think your kid's probably pretty annoying. So I was, I was talking to somebody who had a kid and um, this is, this is years ago. Um, and he's like jumping around, like making, like we're on FaceTime. And I'm like, does he go to bed? Yeah, I'm like, put him to bed. Like, what is he doing? And she's like, oh, he wants to. I'm like, we're trying to have a conversation. Like, I'm trying to get to know this person. And like, this kid's like jumping around, yelling. Wait, this was so somebody. Like, I missed the beginning. This was somebody you were like trying to like get to know, like to date. To date, I guess. Yeah. Um, she thought. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, not, I'm, not, I'm not like that, but this, this situation was. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was just we just like hanging out. So. She's like, oh, when I come over, I'll bring him because you have a lot of Star Wars stuff. He could, he would probably love it. I'm like, no, I said, no, no, those are toys. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Those are collectibles. They're they're collectibles. They're in. They're in the original packaging. Yeah, I said one, and I don't want him as he's jumping around. I don't want him jumping around here. I said, it's the reason I don't have kids for this reason. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just it's crazy because you know, as being the age I am, I'm going to be 43. Most of the people that I meet now, they they're either divorced or you know yeah. they, they have kids. So it's like, yeah. and you know my um my buddy John always calls me stepdad because he you know it's eventually you're gonna be someone's stepdad. And um, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But I, I, ideally, I would like to meet somebody who doesn't have kids. I was after my divorce. I was like, because that was such a hard part of my last my my, my first and only marriage was doing the step mom thing and dealing with mostly because I had a really difficult person to deal with as far as co-parenting with his mom. But like, that was a hard no for me was like, I'm not doing that again. I was like stressed every day of my life. Somebody else controlled our finances, our calendar. I'm like, I'm not doing it again. But then it's like my, my, I mean, my, one of my roommates has a boyfriend now since, but I remember months and months ago, we were talking about this when I was still dating even, and I was telling her like, that's a hard no for me. I can't do it again. And she was like, really? She's like, it's not a hard no for me. I'm like, I don't, I think like, if it's not a hard no for you, like you don't, you're saying that because you love kids and maybe you're like almost to that age where like, it may or may not be possible. And so you'd be willing to like take somebody else's kids on, but oh my God, there's so much more to it than like, how it sounds you know and like you don't know until you're in it unless you you do you are lucky enough like our friend Taylor she's like in a great situation where she's so friendly with you know her stepdaughter's yeah I'm like that I I don't know I want to say that that's more common than the opposite but I really don't think it is I think 
having issues and drama and problems and all of that is more common. So yeah, I couldn't imagine. So my, my best friend just got divorced and he has a kid. And um, so his, his ex-wife is seeing, is, you know, lives with another guy now. And um, the guy said to him, like, you know, I just want to make sure that we're okay. And he goes, yep. He goes, we're okay as long as my daughter's okay. That's he goes, awesome. the second that you make my daughter not okay, he goes, you're going to see Diablo. And that's going to be it. He goes, yeah. this, otherwise we're, we're cool, you know? And it's just, it works better for like his, my, my friend's whole thing is about the, his daughter. Yes. He puts everything aside. And he's like, we're going to co-parent. You know, it's about my daughter. She has to be okay. And I think that's the way that. you got to go yeah. into it. And, you know, and I, if, if I'm ever in that situation, it's the same thing. I'm not trying to replace anybody. I would never try to replace someone's father. Cause I can, you can never do that, no. but you have to work with them. You have to just, I mean, cause there's something bigger. It's the kid. That's, you right. know, whatever you feel about that situation. And I guess, you know, you know, that's probably the only time I've ever thought of anything mature in my life that I would actually, that's how I would go about it. <laughs> Um, because I was talking to somebody who did have a kid, um, and you know, that would have been a situation where I would have been a part of that kid's life. And, you know, and you just have to come to the realization that, you know, you're not replacing anybody and you're, but you have to, in the same breath, kind of like take on that role and you just have to work with every, everybody's got to work together. It's just, you know, but that's why also I'm like, I don't want to do that because, it's also the opposite where there are horror stories. Like, you know, you said everything was controlled, you know, they're not cooperative. Yeah. You don't need that stress. No. And yeah, it was bad. I mean, there was, there was a TikTok video going around recently that. I was just if, about to share if, that on a TikTok. If too. you get into step parenting <laughs> TikTok, I guess somehow. I li- oh, I think it's because Taylor posted kind of like a rebuttal uh-huh. to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If, if we're talking about the same one. So basically it's this um, mom of like a, daughter that's promoting from elementary school to junior high I think it was what it was yeah. and she is ranting in this video about how dare her daughter's stepmom take her to buy her dress for the promotion the night before her promotion and not even include her I'm like well and she's going on this rant, rant and it backfired like I think yeah. she thought she was gonna get in her comments people that are like yeah how dare stepmoms overstep their boundaries and the comments were like well, she didn't have a dress the night before the wedding. Like, shouldn't you be grateful that like there's somebody else in her life that's willing to help with these things? And like, it's not about you. Like, it's about her. Your daughter got a beautiful dress for her promotion. Nobody at the promotion is going to know who bought the dress. It's not an ego thing. She's, yeah, you know, but it's just that mentality when it comes to co-parenting. It's, I mean, I'm sure it's hard. I've never been like yeah. an actual parent in the situation. So I'm sure it's hard having somebody else come into your kid's life, but God, like the people that can't figure out how to accept, like that, the more people that love your kid, the better. And instead Absolutely. they just want all of it for themselves. And they don't realize that like, well, that's making them feel better. That's not making like the child feel better. <laughs> yeah. Like, would you I, really should do a masterclass on that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, crazy like I can't imagine that you would want the like because opposite would be a problem too. If you have a stepmom or a stepdad in the picture that does nothing for your kid, then you're then aren't you on the phone with your ex? Like, how dare they do nothing? Yeah. Like, it's like you're damned if you do and damned if you don't with yeah, hundred percent. That's why I think like I I follow Taylor too, and I'm amazed every time like they post stories and stuff because it's great because that kid looks so happy. Like she's like, she's got two families that love her and like they, everybody works together. Like they should do like a masterclass and like, you know, <laughs> telling people how to do it because I mean, really that kid's thriving because 
you know, every you are the kid, you know, in what's in those situations, they do have to go from home to home. But like, if you feel like you have a home in two places, I mean, it's 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 an amazing thing. And I think more people should, you know, take that, yep. you know, think about that. I agree. That wasn't the TikTok I was going to mention, oh. but I did see that one too. <laughs> no, I've been seeing this trend on TikTok going around that was like, oh, me and my husband got divorced. And when we both started dating, we were super nervous to introduce like our significant other to the other like significant other kind of thing. And then it's like a montage of the the guys being like freaking BFFs and like <laughs> hanging out. So it's like- yeah. That's like such an ideal situation, obviously, and I'm sure not super common, but um, it's easier for everyone's life. Like you, you might not like that person anymore. And I don't know how this is turning into like <laughs> when I have like me and Anthony have, so you have some, there's no kids. No, he's got kids. And like, yeah, it'd be super easy if you just, like, blah, what's blah, the blah. matter with you people? Get your act together. <laughs> and everyone's like, sure, Laura, it's real easy. But yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. Anthony, you uh, playing with your lightsaber in the front yard. but it's just and I know it's easier said than done but it it really is I feel like if you could just like get along with them like and their partners and stuff and not make it a competition and things like that I don't know how we got here but I agree I was dating it was not off the table for me to date someone with kids but I definitely wasn't seeking that could like, be it. I have a new reality show, Seeking Stepmoms. And it's like <laughs> girls that want to date, like to become a stepmom. Oh, but the guy and the baby mama can both have a say in who he chooses. Yes. Okay. All right, TLC, call me. <laughs> all right. Well, it all, it all started with, do you like dogs? That's how it all started. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Totally okay. went, off, went off the rails there. I've had a lot of great <laughs> ideas this episode. <laughs> Yeah, think tank. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, the next thing we want to talk about are WW updates. So, you know, Laura and I have um, pivoted to the Lose It apps track calories, me mm-hmm. not doing so much right now, but I need to. Um, but I know you are still on WW. I know in one of your recent episodes, you were kind of talking about, um, and I think we've talked a little bit about this before too, but you were talking about how like WW is, doesn't cater to men. They just don't, but that it still works for you. Yeah. So I was it kind of something about that. Just not just men. Like, um, I think bigger guys like myself, um, because like I get an enormous amount of points a day. Like it's to eat this amount. It could be, it'd be hard for me. I'd be, have to eat like garbage food to be full and to get to this point. So I feel like it doesn't cater to like bigger guys. Um, so that's why I don't really, I don't go to for a blue dot. I eat what I eat in a day. I track everything. I'm mindful, but that's what I was kind of like getting at. Like where I think they have to do that more. Like you can't just give somebody 80 points. Right. And be like, hey, Rocco, I'm doing a podcast. Hi Rocco. Hi Rocco. This is my nephew Rocco, come here. Hey Rocco. Say hello to Laura and Steph. Come on. Say hi to the podcast. Hi Rocco. <laughs> He's so cute. I'm done. I'm done. I'll come down. All right. Are you in trouble? Did you get in trouble? You're dead, didn't you? I wasn't screaming. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what it was? I'm in a parenting potential. Well, 
I'll get back to the point in a second, but I'm so I'm I can see out the window and I see my sister in law running across the street. I see my brother and the neighbor going down the other street. So he was definitely he ran missing somewhere. He definitely oh went somewhere without telling somebody. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he needed to tell you what happened. And he was probably just sent to his room and he heard me talking and he opened the door. What? Uno reverse card. Uno reverse card. Okay. <laughs> what is that? Is that code for something? He plays Uno. I, I don't. I uh, love Uno. That's like one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. So back to WW. So what I was, <laughs> I just feel like the point system is totally screwed. And I think that, you know, and I, I've been down to headquarters. I've had conversations with them. Like they've had me down there. Um, you know, like you guys were talking about the ambassador program uh, last week or two weeks ago and how they, you know, that was the thing that they would dangle in front of people. And it was a thing, but they, I had so many conversations with them about this. Like they, they dangled that carrot in front of me. Yeah. Um, and kind of like they told me that I would have, they were looking at me to be like the face of, of the, you know, what they were looking for as far as men, like a regular guy, but 40 years old, you know, doing the program and stuff like that, where I thought like I was going to be in like advertisements and stuff like the way they were talking and, um, you know, about podcasting and stuff like they were really like in, invested in what I was doing. Um, and I, one of the things I said to him was like, well, you got to change this program. I mean, because like I, as a guy, I, I mean, I don't feel right eating my points. Like if I, yeah. if I get to, if I get to a blue dot, it means I eat way too much in the day. So I think that's where they got to kind of clean it up a little bit. Yeah. Cause it's like- just, if you feel General. like that you could eat fast food for all three meals, end your day with ice cream, and that's like all your points for the day, you're like, how is that? Like, I could probably be, I could probably be ten to twenty points under, and still do that. Yeah, yeah. which that's, is, and has you know, that has that? What does that say? Yeah. Is that always been your view on WW, or is it changing yeah. more with the new? Okay, so always. Always been like that. Not so much when I first joined back in two thousand three, so twenty years ago. I think that program was kind of more like. Okay, these are actually I was getting like thirty something points yeah. to forty points, where which was doable, you know. But as the programs change, I just get more points because it's yeah. the formula is it's the algorithms, the- you know, weight, age, um, and, and male, males get more points, you know, in general. And I just don't feel that that's you know, and maybe it's by plan that to, to keep you on it, <laughs> you know, well, you're gonna where, eat. And that's where. When in back in like 2003, that was when all food where it kind of was more of like accounting calories because it was all food was created equal back then Mm -hmm. where because everything was just based off of fiber, fat. What was the third one? Protein. Protein. And so it didn't matter like this if it was a good food or a bad food because it was all just calculated the same way like now you've it has more saturated fat, meaning it's like a food that's not as good for you. That's going to get way more points versus something that is the same amount of calories, fat yeah, and everything. So I think back then that was also like a big part of it where all of your food mattered, where now yeah. the, like, I've never been good with the whole free, free food thing. That's why when they switched to freestyle, that's when I started having all of the struggles after that. Well, I get what they're going with that. Like, because what it would do is it, it kind of push you towards eating a fruit Absolutely. or vegetable. Yep. Like if you had two points, would you go for a bag of chips out of two points? Or would you go for, you know, and of course, like, you know, I like chips. I mean, chips. Depends on the day. 
Yeah, but I I really when I when I had these conversations with them, I said you guys got to put calories into it. like a calorie counting has to be a part. If they can somehow change this program where calorie counting gets mixed into it, I think they would have a winner. And I know their whole thing is like you know do everything and yeah of course, but you can still do that with calorie counting. I mean that's yeah. part of it. You have to be mindful of like of calories as well. Um, I think they're they're just I think a step away from having a really great program. And would it not be a bad idea to even, you guys want to have these multiple programs like they do. Mm-hmm. Like, how about how, like if your goal is to be just healthier, maybe lose a few pounds, but just like overall improve your wellness journey. That should not be the same journey as somebody who wants to lose 200. Like, 100%, 100%. Uh, somebody who needs to do serious weight loss versus somebody who just needs to like, Get not, a little healthier. Not and to mention how many people are really signing up for WW that just need a little bit of help and for like wellness tips in their life. Like people are really paying like $30 a month for that. I don't think so. I think the majority of people that sign up for WW are people that are looking for weight loss and have weight to lose and want to lose weight. Yet they're choosing not to focus on those people. Like know your audience, like the audience that you're like trying to go after right now, isn't your audience. Yeah, like my, my dad said it, and not, not in a mean way, but like when I was down over 200 pounds at one point, I was saying to him, I said, I should be in these commercials. He goes, yeah. He goes, but you are not who they're, you're a big guy. You're not who they're targeting. They don't want, they don't want someone who's got to lose over 200 pounds. They want to, that person who's after New Year's looking to lose that 15, 20. Yeah. That's, what they, that's what all these programs t- target towards. And you see it in the commercial, like someone's dancing and the guys are barbecuing and grilling. Hey, Scott lost seven pounds on WW and he's living yeah. the best life. Like, you know, yeah, listen, oh, it, I'm not like, minimizing a good week, I could lose seven pounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not minimizing anybody's weight loss or what they have to lose. Cause you know what? Some sure. people, 15 pounds is like 150 pounds. I get it. Yeah. But like, like Steph said, the people are coming here to really like, you know, make some serious life changes here. And if you're going to be a program that says it's for everybody, you have to be for everybody. Right. And I think, you know, still have those programs where, yeah, maybe it's just points, but also have programs where you can do calorie counting and stuff. Why not corner the market? Why not, you know, make like a radical change here? Well, and I feel like they dig their heels in the ground about calorie counting, because if they were to go that route, they wouldn't have a company anymore. You know, aside from if people really do get benefits from the meetings then I can see people still signing up, but if, if they're going to switch to more calorie counting, when you yeah. can get like the lose it app for like $30 a year for free, like they're going to, I think it won't be considered calorie counting. It'll just be a way that they would incorporate calories yes. into Somehow. Yeah. their formulas because they don't. And it's yeah. Like I, I love the workshops. Like to me, that's, that's for me worth the price of admission. I, I go to my workshop every week. I love it. I love, you, you know, it's, so, oh, sorry. I was going to interrupt for a second. Cause I know you had a meeting that you love that you went to yeah. for a long time that, uh, recently had, they didn't bring that meeting specifically. Yeah, they, they, Have they you been able it. to find another one that you really loved? Yeah. This, so this was, I used to go to two actually a week. I used to go Mondays and Wednesdays because Wednesdays, oh. my friend, some of my friends went to that one. And I, the leader was great. My leader's Elise. She's awesome. If anybody is in Long Island that goes to her meetings, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so like when I wanted to go back, I was, my friend Nick was coming with me too. And 
so Wednesdays worked out perfect. You know, it's one night, you know, he doesn't have his daughter. Um, we could both go, so, you know, so I was like, all right, let's go here. And it's, the group is great. It's, it's, a, it's, you know, a lot of the same people I remember before COVID were there. And it's, it's, to me, it, it really, I look forward to it. Wednesday, you know, leaving work Wednesday, I go right there and I feel great after the meeting, you know, you're talking to people. Um, and I just, I get a lot from it. And, and yeah. that to me is where WW has that, that, that market cornered is the, the community. And the, Absolutely. You know, I felt like I had that. And I know that was a big contributor to me just not being able to find that WW sweet spot again. Cause I was somebody who thrived off of like a really good weekly workshop and I had one that I loved. And, um, while it still existed, it was different. The people yeah. were there were, di- they wasn't all the same people. The energy had shifted. Um, and it just didn't feel the same. And then like, and then that was like right when they brought them back. So that was when they were like having the capacity of like, so it was only a small group anyway. Um, and then once I got my new job, I wasn't even able to go during those times to be able to get there. And obviously now I've made the switch away from WW, but I was somebody who definitely like, that was a huge part of my WW success. Like I put a lot into the workshop and into like the type of program being offered at that time. But yeah. Um, for people who like it, it, I think is, it, it's, it's really important. It's home to me. It's, it's, I, I, I love it. I've tried uh, everything else. And for me, I just keep going back to it. Um, cause you know, sometimes like, Oh, you need to like change, you know, sometimes comfortable is not good for me with this. I need comfortable. I need to feel every day I'm getting up and I can be confident in what I'm doing, confident in the program. And so to me, that's for me, it works. And, you know, yeah. I, you know, I'll do my own version of it kind of in a way because I don't go for that blue dot like everybody else's every day. So I just have to know my limits. Exactly. Uh, last topic we thought we would discuss because we both kind of um, got to do this recently. Do you, you like cats? <laughs> now on to cats. Let's find out. Um, no, I know recently, I feel like maybe this wasn't as recent as I'm thinking now because time flies by, but you recently got together for lunch or brunch or something with some WW internet friends. So we were like, and then just this past week, you know, we, um, got together with some WW people that were down and then major FOMO, major FOMO. And then also like, um, Meg, we met, we've talked to her for years. She lives near us. Like we, we feel like Oh my God, we have so much in common with her. Like we'd be best friends with her. We love her. And then we finally met her. So we just like thought we'd throw in like a little internet friends talk and just share like how good that is. And like, how do you meet your people on Instagram? And you're like, I want to go to lunch with you. Let's set something up. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I I think it's one of the best parts of this whole community is how close everybody can get just from talking on, you know, on, on IG yeah. and everything and meeting, meeting people has, has been the best experience. So I started a couple of years ago at the beach meetup. Um, my sister-in-law was following Kerry fashion fit foodie. And when I first started doing WW, she's like, you should follow her. She's got a lot, you know, she's a lot of good content. So I did. And she posted about a beach meetup and I was like, Oh, that sounds like fun. I was meeting some people and I wasn't really following too many people yet at this point. I was very new. Um, and when I went, I was the only guy. I didn't, I realized that when I got there, I'm like, okay, it's kind of like, it's like a sore thumb. Um, <laughs> but like, I met these people, we started following, we started talking and 
like they're like some of my best friends still to this day. Like I met Kim that day. Uh, Kim never gives up. Who is absolutely amazing. I um, love her. I do too. I would she love is to see her. one of the best people I've ever met in my life. Like no matter what happened, we'll be friends for life. And uh, I got, you know, I became friends with her husband, Brian. So I got another friend out of it too. Like, you know, awesome. and just meeting like, you know, you guys off, I, I never met you guys in person. We met off the computer and exactly. um, I feel like I've known you guys forever. Like, I know. you know, Same. it's, um, I just, I would say just meet these people, like just go about it. Like the meetups are the best way to do it. If you see a meetup in your area, that's the easiest way. It's, you know, if you feel awkward saying, Hey, meet up for coffee or something like that get a group together and exactly. it just takes the pressure off of it and i definitely you know i, I want to do something here like not just ww like, like you know weight loss group like because there's so many yeah, people like it doesn't island. matter what you do because that's what i was gonna say is i feel like bc like before covid <laughs> wait, <BC>. <laughs> ww meetups happened all the time and they were like branded ww and yes get brands to send stuff and WW would send stuff sometimes and whatever. And it's like, now that our community is not just WW, like all these people are doing all different things. Yeah, It's like, yeah, if you, if you presented it like that, but also it just takes one person to plan it. And sometimes it's scary planning something by yourself. So sometimes reaching out to somebody and being like, Hey, do you want to plan a meetup with me? Now you have two people pumping out the information, yeah. like two chances for people to see it. But I feel like with summer coming up and stuff too, it's like, just plan something. Even if two people show up to the first one, people are going to get FOMO that they didn't go to that first one. And I guarantee the next one, you're going to get more people. Yeah. So like the beach meetups, like this, the one I went to, there was 25 people and the next year it was over 50. Like, so, wow. and then we had one planned for the year before, but you know, COVID happened. <laughs> and then, you know, now that the ambassador programs went away, people aren't like focused on the community is like in that way as much. Um, but like, I met one of my best friends, my friend, John, J.R.P.'s Journey. He lived, he lives 10 minutes from me. He lives like two towns over. And I never, we never knew each other. He's a lot younger than me. Um, but like my friend Kim was like, follow him. I, sorry, I followed him first. He never followed me back. I'm like, you know what? F this guy. I, I messaged him. like, <laughs> and He didn't answer me back. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I don't have time for this. He's too good for uh, me. My buddy Gormy, who lived in, was used to live in Providence. He actually lives in San Diego now. He was like, you should have him on your podcast. You guys live right there. So he kind of set that up. And like, we were friends instantly. And then we really became friends. Gormy was moving to San Diego. We drove up to Providence um, the, his last weekend to hang out with him. And just like talking on that, we had a lot in common. Um, you know, we got along great. And we've just been like, like inseparable since. And like, you know, it's just, you meet people from, it's weird that you see on the internet yeah. and because we all, we're all in this boat. We all have something, we have the same thing in common. We have a lot of the same insecurities, the same worries, you know, and when you can bond over that and it's just easier, I think, to be around people that you don't have to feel those insecurities with that, you know, you have to worry about, you know, embarrassment the way you look because everybody's kind of feels the same way. And like, you're in this together and you're just having a good time. And I encourage you, yeah, if you, I'm going to just do it, start one. Like I said, two people show up. So yeah. what? It's just, I'm it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, I know one of the things that I think people tell Steph and I the most is just like the most common thing we get is like, it's just so hard to meet people like as you get older, like it's hard to make friends yeah. like as you get older because you're not in school and things like that where it was easier to make friends when you were younger, I guess. And um, this is like, honestly, all of my friends, all of my like close friends now 
and like people that I talk to like on a some pretty regular basis are all people I met pretty much online. Oh yeah. Jordan's yeah, always like, so how did you, like, we were like driving to go to dinner the other night with <laughs> all of them. And he's like, so how did you meet Taylor? I'm like, Instagram. How did you meet Brea? Instagram. He's like, are all of your friends from, yes, they yes. are. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, um, but all, I agree. all my friends from like, the internet. And even Meg the other night, like she came, we ended up having so much fun with her. What's her name? It's like Meg underscore Marie or something like that. And, um, even she was saying the whole drive here, I was trying to talk myself out of it. Like any excuse, like, should I use my kids? Should I use my husband? Should I, the car broke down. She's like every excuse. And she's like, no, I'm going to do it. And she came and it's like, you just have to do it. And you have to assume that if you're going to go meet somebody for the first time to be front or go to a meetup, that they're also looking for friends if they're doing the exact same thing yeah, that you are. 100%. They're not showing up like, I have plenty of friends don't need you, but love would love to meet. <laughs> like, no, that's not happening. Exactly. <laughs> and that was, I think, what was fun about doing the WAM meetup was um, it wasn't just a WW meetup. It was yeah. just like mm-hmm. group of people who wanted to just meet other people and hang out. And um, so I think it was cool to be able to even have a meetup that wasn't like- I agree branded for one thing exactly except for one yeah that well, you better also love like, you're coming <laughs> we're also so invested in like you know each other's lives already like we root each other on we you know yeah we see stuff going on and on uh, stories and everything so we're like we're, we're there for each other already so it's just natural when you meet everybody it's just like it's like it's it's a lot of fun and like you think about the same thing like with the whole so john had bariatric surgery gourmet does keto so like we all do different things, but our goals were all the same. And, you know, it's just, we hung out. It's like, we knew it, that weekend in Providence. It was like, we've known each other for 20 years. That's like awesome. we just, we just had a great time. Um, and it was like, you know, that's why I'm, I want to go out to San Diego is to hang out with him because he's a good friend of mine. I, yeah. I'm like, it sucked that we waited all these years to for, I, me actually go to Providence and hang out with him. Like, I, sh- I wish I would have done that like five years ago because like it was just instant, instant, yeah, friendship. instant friendship. Speaking of San Diego, are you still mm-hmm. coming in October? The plan is yes. I'm still, I'll be here. Everything goes according to plan. October 19th. I'll be there. Oh, so there. fun. That's yeah. Cool. I'm in Cabo. So how, no! long are you gonna, how long are you coming here for? Uh, a week. You? I'll be there to the 20. 20- so that I'm coming on a Wednesday, I think the 19th is, uh-huh. and uh, whatever it is, whatever the 19th is, and I'm leaving. Yeah, that is the Wednesday. Seven days away. Oh, okay. Yeah, then I'm, okay. Then I'm leaving okay. Tuesday. Because I get back from Cabo on the 21st. Perfect. Okay. We'll have time. So we will. We'll figure something out. Yes, we'll, ma- we'll I, make. I, 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 I want to see the Nada Tuno house. That's really. I gotta see. <laughs> Casa, I gotta see Casa Walsh. I have to go. I know he ignores us. He doesn't say like, "Yeah, I definitely want to see you guys." He's like, "I, oh, I do." See it would, it would be great if you guys wanted to come with me to the night. <laughs> <laughs> like everything I want to see is from movies. Like when Laura, you go to Wine Country. I'm like, "Oh my god, that's sideways!" And I'm like, yeah. "All these places." I'm like, <laughs> I know. Every time Jeff and I will do something, he'll be like, "Oh, that's from blah blah blah." Or, oh, I think that was in this movie. Or... <laughs> too funny i do that here on long island like there's plenty of like i one of my favorite movies is the brothers mcmullen and they filmed that in a town called valley stream it's about 20 minutes from me and uh-huh. i every time i'm in that area i will go take a picture in front of the house that they filmed it in. That's so awesome it was ed burns's parents house so he filmed it in his parents house when he when did the oh movie. no way that's yeah. so cool so i will always go by that house and there's you know there's a bunch of like amityville there's the amityville horror house is really here oh really um, i didn't know that yeah Oh, oh yeah, all it's, of, uh, it's, like, it's like mini Hollywood there. 
That is what they yeah. call Long Island. <laughs> Mini do, Hollywood. Do they really? No. Oh. No. There is a studio here. I mean, <laughs> Spider-Man 2 was filmed there. Um, what you know, was? A lot of th- so the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man 2 was filmed. Oh, the I thought you said filmed- Terminator 2. I was like, that was kind of no. a while ago. <laughs> Andrew newer? Garfield's <laughs> Spider-Man 2 was filmed at Gold Coast Studios and Bethpage. Cool. I, I worked over, and I worked in the same facility that when I was on lunch, I used to watch them filming. How cool. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it's, well, it, is mini, it is mini Hollywood here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, I branded that. Use it now. Do you watch the fabulous Mrs. Maisel? No. no. Oh, okay. Was I it heard it was a good show though. I did want to watch it. Was that filmed there too? A lot of it's filmed here. Yeah. Oh, well now we're yeah. going to have to. Is it supposed it to be, where, where are they supposed to be from in that? New York. Well, from New York, oh, but. Okay. It was funny, like one scene they were walking out of like a club and I'm like, they're walking down that street by in Bethpage. Like, I know that. And they, they actually, <laughs> and then when she did like the USO tour, it was actually filmed down the block from my job at Republic Airport. It's a small airport and they have like uh-huh. an old hangar. They filmed it there. Yeah. So okay. cool. a, lot of, awesome. a lot of things get filmed on Long Island. Mini, <laughs> mini Hollywood, y'all. Yeah, it's nice well, here. Looking forward to hopefully meeting you in October. That would be so much yes. fun. Um, but I think it's time, Laura. Is it time time to hit it? Sure. Hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Anthony, did you bring us a flavor of the week? Yes, I did. Um, it's something I'm obsessed with right now. And that is the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney+. Plus. Uh-huh. Major, major geeking out each week over this. <laughs> I'm so upset. It's only six episodes. Next week's the last one. Um, but it takes place like when, when um, probably after the last prequel movie, about 10 years after. So mm-hmm. um, Luke and Leia are kids. Yeah, and so it's, it's supposed to be like bef- right before, well, not right before, but like take place before episode one. About 10 years before episode episode four, 10 years before episode four. Um, And it's amazing. I mean, it's just like you're seeing Darth Vader in his prime. And every week I just sit there and I'm like, is it a Disney thing? It's a Disney thing, right? Well, Disney owns Star Wars now. So Disney Plus. Okay. Disney Plus. And like some weeks I'm there like crying, but not like it's sad (laughs) crying. Just like, like so happy that like tears are coming out of my face while watching this thing. Yeah, uh, Ewan McGregor reprises roles. Obi Wan, he's awesome in it. Um, Hayden Christensen's Darth Vader again. It's just the storyline I love, and it's just I just like anything Star Wars. And the more of these things, like some of the, like, the hardcore fans, are like ah, oh, it's messing with the original thing. It's not, you know, it's not real story. Hold the holes here in the plot line. I'm like, I just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, like, Jeff does not Wars. enjoy anything Star Wars. He he's a pure really. He like he really likes. He is like loving Obi Wan. He is loving okay. it. Um, he disliked highly Boba Fett. Really? I like I like Boba Fett. Mandalorian I'm obsessed with. So um, Mandalorian, he absolutely loved. Um, and if I remember correctly, nice. he's trying. What'd you just show? I blinked. I, I have the Mandalorian tattooed on me. Yeah. Oh, I did know that. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to think. So I asked him the other day. I was like, because I was already like, because I haven't been watching him. And he was like, no, I like it as much as Mandalorian. I'm trying to decide if I like it a little bit more. And I think it is because of the nostalgicness of it, probably with having like yeah. Darth Vader and stuff. I know he didn't like, I think it was last week's episode as much. I haven't talked to him about Really? Because last, last week, I literally watched the whole thing with my mouth open. 
Well, maybe like, I, I, I like, could be I could be having the week huh? off. Like, but he really likes Vader the little, comes in. He really likes the little girl that's playing. Um, She's great. Yeah, Leia, and um, yeah, from what I hear, like most people really are liking this as much as Mando. If, but and there's yeah. talk of a season two. There's been talks of season two because originally this is a six book. Because I mean, there's not too much really you could do. We all know what happens is you know. Um, because the whole thing about Obi Wan was like after when they when they find him in A New Hope, he's been hiding out in this cave for like you know twenty years. Yeah. Um. So, so I don't that timeline has to get closed eventually. It's kind of got to get yeah. It's, that's why I love Rogue One so much. Like when I when Rogue One originally came out, which was like the first Star Wars standalone movie, I'm like, how are they like what are they going to do with the story? Like I was kind of very skeptical going into it, and it literally takes place like two days before Episode Four starts. I'm like oh yes <laughs> that's why i'm like okay i get it like it made so much when the movie ended i was like okay this made so much sense it was phenomenal kind of like this is what they're doing Stephanie's with Obi-Wan, eyes like. are glazing over anthony yeah i'm sorry is jordan no, 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 I, I just don't know anything that you guys talk Steph's about. like can we get back I, to the dogs, can we talk about dogs again? <laughs> if you get a dog you can name it obi-wan kenobi <laughs> okay so i so talk about naming things so i was my first <laughs> It's totally off topic, but Laura will appreciate this. My first fiance, we were talking about having kids, and she didn't watch sports at all. Um, and I said to her, I said, we should name, if we have a daughter, we could name her Mattingly. After my favorite baseball player of all time, Don Mattingly. And she was like, <laughs> I love that name. That's amazing. And I'm like, right? Like, it's just a great name Maddie for short. Like, and, and then she said it to her brother, and he was like, it's Don Mattingly? And he, she's like, who's Don Mattingly? I'm like, oh, I Don Mattingly, the Yankees. And she's like, if we have a dog, we'll name the dog Mattingly. We'll name the kid actually a real name. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we were, we had looked at a couple. Uh, if we were going to have a boy dog, we had looked at a couple Star Wars-ish names. Yeah. Our, our good friend has a Lando uh, dog. Oh, great name. Great name for, yeah. Yeah. Love Lando. Love Lando Carissa. I'm actually hoping they make a, a standalone series up with him. Of the childish Gambino character from Solo, I would love. Yeah. I would love that. I would love that. I'm getting all geeked out. I'm sorry. Like, this is a lot of Star Wars talk for <laughs> White Over Matter. I'm very excited. It's just Jeff's like, like it's why like, am I not on this podcast? Jeff, <laughs> come on in. <laughs> all right, so check out Obi Wan Kenobi if you're a Star Wars fan. Can you yes. watch? You probably can't. You will not understand anything going on if you haven't watched. Star Wars movies, would you? Yeah, but you know what? I think you would enjoy it because here's some of like I never watched the cartoons. I'm not a cartoon guy, as I know I pick and choose my geekiness. Um, <laughs> but I never got into the Clone Wars cartoons. My buddy John Arpino, like Drops Journey, he like you have to watch it. And so he tells me about things from the cartoon that they're putting in this. So even if you don't have like a, I think the background, I think you can get into this and just appreciate the story of it because they do kind of like even though you're supposed to know the story, they just, they don't make you feel in the dark. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people got into like Mandalorian too, who never had prior yeah. um, Star Wars love just because Mandalorian had like such hype. So I think people yeah. just yeah. watched it. And they do flashbacks in Obi-Wan. So like, even if you never saw it before, it's like kind of like watching a movie with the girl, you know, you have a subplot and then like they bring you... It'll definitely bring you in. I think they did that on purpose because they want everybody to watch this. Yeah. 
All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is, um, so I don't buy expensive things very often. Like Laura and I were talking about this today. I'm like a cheap, like Amazon target girl. Like I don't spend a lot of money, but the older I get, like we were talking about how, like we used to be able to go to like Disneyland for the day in like flip-flops and walk (laughs) around for like 22,000 steps in flip-flops and just be fine. And it's like, well, you get like your feet don't like, hold up so well. So I, I have some like lesser expensive tennis shoes and even those, those are fine, but like for a full like Disney day or really being comfortable, those aren't even good for me. So I recently invested like in the last six months in Adidas ultra boost and they are like, my feet are like on clouds. Anytime I wear them, like they are the best, most comfortable cool like they're cool like they're yeah. very like you're so cool like they're not like they are like it's they're so they're cool looking like, or they're oh, I actually can't wear those like with an outfit you know like it just looks oh, like oh. i'm wearing tennis shoes but like ultra boosts are like cool so like <laughs> you can you can wear them like with anything basically and i don't even know how much they are i want to say it's like 200 dollars or something which is ridiculous i would never spend that kind of money on shoes ever 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 but your feet will thank you <laughs> So There's the commercial will, court right there. They're cool. You yeah. haven't. You know, <laughs> <laughs> have you worn other? Have you like ever purchased other Adidas? I have. Like I've had like superstars and. So now they put the cloud foam technology or whatever it's called in like ninety percent of their shoes. Oh. And I swear, like, because I have like a good four pairs of Adidas at least, and all of them have that, and they all feel like I'm walking on clouds. Like they're all like oh, so comfortable. It's like the best feeling. So ever. I would try some cheap ones too. Don't feel like you have to get the ultra yes. boost, but they are pretty cute. Absolutely. Laura, flavor of the week. Um, mine is a, so in the summer, I tend to um, not want to blow dry my hair, not want to deal with doing all of that. Same. Yeah, Anthony's like, mm-hmm, <laughs> tell me more. Yes. <laughs> and um, so I tend to kind of go the route of like wearing my hair naturally, curly kind of thing. But with that, it's like always trying to find like good products that I like because my hair gets like super frizzy. Um, I had a friend recommend JVN's Complete Air Dry, Air Dry Cream. JVN, Jonathan Van Ness. He's um, one of the guys from Queer Eye. He has his own hair care brand. This is the only hair care product of his I've tried so far. I have heard really good things about all of his stuff though. Um, and it's all like animal, animal and cruelty free. It's all vegan. It's all like really good quality ingredients. And it honestly is amazing. I bought it at Sephora. It actually just got added to Amazon. So when I buy it again, I'll just buy it from there. Cause it's the same price. Um, it's $24 for a big bottle of it. You don't need like a ton of it. And honestly, like my hair, like kind of did the whole natural wave thing and it felt and looked like it didn't feel crunchy, like didn't have that like crunchiness or like any of that. It just like styled your hair cute. without not yes. feeling too frizzy. So, so that is my like favorite. the summer makes your hair frizzy, right? I guess I guess. I'm yeah. Like, no, I can, me not doing okay hot tools on like me not blow drying and curling my hair like me letting my hair just do its own thing on its own i look like a lion so, <laughs> so like, not you you got your, hair, your hair done today like would you go in the pool then or you wet your hair like you have to, oh like, no i'm not going in again? the pool for getting it wet well i'll go in the pool but i won't get my hair wet <laughs> not I, for like I, at least three four days i only get my hair wet in the pool if it's a hair wash day okay 
I don't know, like if that's like, but how do you stop that? Like you're in the but pool, in the summer, I in the summer I definitely do it more because I don't do my hair as much. Because like if okay. I wear my hair natural, like that's like a two minute prep. Like I get out of the shower, I brush it, and then I throw some product in it and I leave. So well, I was asking because I can't like enjoy myself in the pool until I go into water. Like that's like I have to like dip in and like come out like ah oh, okay, everything. Oh no, like- I'm just like on my noodle. I get like so annoyed the kids are splashing they're like they're in the pool Laura I'm like I know but I get my hair wet and it usually still gets wet but I try to I'm not dunking like today I would not go dunk since I just got my hair done. okay I was just oh, wondering wow. if that's how that works because I don't I have to like to feel totally relaxed I have to be I have to like jump in and like be underwater and then come up. And I mean, sometimes it sounds so nice, but it's just so nice. a sacrifice of being a girl. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a tough one. That's a tough one. It is. Well, Anthony, before we go, go ahead and plug yourself. Let everybody know where they can find you. You can find me on the gram at comic Anthony D. And uh, if you want to take a listen to my podcast, it's called keep moving forward. You can get it at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. And it's available on iTunes and all the, all the other stations. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't thank already, you <laughs> if you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search club Wine Over Matter and request to join. Um, yeah. If you guys listen on Apple podcasts, if you have an iTunes account, any of that, don't forget, take a moment. Leave us that five-star rating. We greatly appreciate it. It's a huge help for us in growing the podcast. Um, Please note, you can also rate us on Spotify now. That's a newer feature they just added a couple of months ago. Um, Hop on there, give us a star rating. And if you don't already, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again. And we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.